everybody is entitled to their 15 minutes of fame. Now you'll get to hear some of those people share their wisdom and insight on the fame game on Voice America Kids. Now, here's your host, Maddie Rose. Welcome, everybody, to the Fame Game. I'm your host, Maddie Rose, and we have a very special guest today. Her name is Debbie Poole. Uh, She's with Nutrition Concepts, and you've probably heard me in the past say thank you to Debbie um, because I had Debbie as my nutritionist for me running for Miss Arizona Teen USA. So I talked a lot about that and healthy eating and, you know, how how great I felt that I was doing with it and how much I loved it and, you know, what a good experience it was. So I thought, why not bring Debbie on to talk a little bit more in depth about that and just everything. So uh, how are you doing today, Debbie? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me here. Oh, you're welcome. Well, thanks for joining me. So first off, Debbie, why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself to start off? Well, I have a master's degree in holistic nutrition. I'm a certified wellness coach. Um, I'm an active member of the National Association of Nutrition Professionals and the National Association of Sports Nutritionists. Um, But who I am as an individual, um, I'm very passionate about what I do. I love teaching and educating on nutrition. And as we go through, I'll tell you a little bit more about my journey and my story of how I got to what I'm doing today. Wonderful. Well, yes, Nutrition Concepts has definitely given me a lot, I would have to say, from the knowledge point to, you know, what to eat and all that good stuff. So, yes, very, very good that we're going to be getting into that. But starting off again into your business, tell me how all this started. Where did your journey go and where did it begin? Well, for me personally, I've always been a pretty healthy eater, but my journey to make this my career um, started back in the late 90s. My mom got uh, diagnosed with uh, lung cancer back in 1998, and back when she got diagnosed with cancer, I really didn't know what caused cancer, so being the Um, I love learning. Mm -hmm. I just really wanted to learn to help her. And so I just started reading books and I got a big connection between nutrition and really every disease, not just cancer. And that's what really started the journey for me. Awesome. And would you say, you know, that ordeal with your mother also inspired you to pursue her health and nutrition? Or is it kind of just, you know, that passion aspect that you just completely realized that, you know, wow, this is something that I could do? Yeah, it definitely did. Back at the time when my mom got cancer, I was actually working for a major corporation. I was traveling all over the world working 60, 70, 80 hour weeks. So I really didn't have time in my schedule, but this passion was growing in me to really learn about nutrition. And um, whenever you have a family member, whenever you're personally affected by something, it really Mm -hmm. fuels a passion inside of you. Losing my mom early to cancer was really pretty heartbreaking for our family. And I remember at the time thinking, if I could just help one family not go through what we have Mm -hmm. been through by sharing that knowledge, it would be so worth it. And that was the beginning for me. Oh, that's great. So how long has Nutrition Concepts been active then so far? I've been in business for about 10 years now. Oh, well, congratulations. Thank you. Lucky number 10. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. And what would you say is the most important thing that you've learned about nutrition? Because many times when I talk to nutritionists, they have so much to say about it and they have such a love for it that you know, just sharing that little piece of information can also inspire us to maybe, you know, pursue the same thing. Well, for me, nutrition, it's all about quality of life in the long run. Um, Everyone that I work with has a different reason for why they want to work with me. But really, it comes down to how you want to fuel your body and 
um, just the quality of life that you want to have. And that's what really fuels me to be educating and teaching and really inspiring. I think a lot of people see nutrition as a boring topic, and mm -hmm. I want people to get really excited about it. Yeah, I can say that probably when you mention, uh, you know, healthy eating to teenagers now and then they'll be like, oh, healthy eating. Why would I want to do that? Like we were just talking about, you know, before the show too. Like, why don't we eat hot Cheetos and, you know, the pizza and all that stuff? And it's good once in a while, but uh, we can eat stuff in moderation. Exactly. Right. Well, and there's a really big connection between what you're feeding your body and the results that you're getting, whether you're an, a an athlete, whether you want better skin health, uh, sleep better, do better in school. There's that big connection because food is really your fuel. Mm -hmm. For sure. You feel better. You have more energy. Exactly. Yeah. And I, what I do is when, I, when I'm working with clients who are, and actually a lot of young people, because I do work with a lot of young people, I find that when they're eating unhealthy food or a lot of packaged food, they're tired a lot. They mm -hmm. don't have a lot of energy. And sometimes their moods are really affected by it as well. Yeah, that's an interesting thing. You you never know it until, you know, it happens and you see it. Mm -hmm. And then you change your, your eating regimen and then, you know, you start feeling better. You're getting better, you know, sleep at the same time. And, you know, everything's just great. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. So overall, why would you say that unhealthy eating is such a large issue that we face today? Well, I think there's two issues. One is that we live in a really fast-paced society and people really do need to eat quickly. And I think the unhealthy foods are a lot easier to just grab and go than the healthy foods. Fast food. Fast, well, fast food, right. <laughs> so I'm, I'm trying to do the healthy fast food. Yeah. But I think that's a lot of it. I think a lot of it's just culture. You know, a lot of the young people are learning to uh, they're programmed through commercials mm -hmm. and through the things that they see on, in the media and on television. And that's really what, you know, kind of drives them to make some of those food decisions. Mm -hmm. And how do you feel now that you said, you know, some of the stuff that's advertised on TV about some of those dieting regimens that you see on TV, like you usually see like Nutrisystem and to name a few and just like, you know, all those other ones that are kind of advertised for them to lose weight. Do you think that's healthy or what is your take on that? Well, being a holistic nutritionist, and what that means is I really work through whole food nutrition, and what I want to do is I want to change lifestyle patterns. Um, for a lot of people, these programs can get them on a healthy start, but the data shows that in the long run, they tend not to work because people tend to go back to those old behavior patterns. What I want to do is I want to encourage people to start making healthy choices and teach them how to shop and to cook the right way um, so that they can make those long-term changes. Great. And, you know, seeing that unhealthy eating is an issue that we face today and, you know, we speak of how widespread this is because it's not just in one area, it's pretty much all over the world. So we do see it in a large pattern. Um, what would you say is a fix that we can give to this growing problem? Well, I think one thing, there, there's a couple of things. One is education, because um, you know, I'm in the field, and I think people are very confused about what good, healthy eating really is. Mm -hmm. You read an article, you see an infomercial, you talk to a friend, everyone has a different opinion of what it is, and it actually is a lot simpler than a lot, a lot of people make it. Um, but again, it comes down to that education, and that's really what I'm all about, is trying to not only educate but give people the tools. I think the other thing is that um, we have to make good food more accessible. Um, we don't really, um, fruit and vegetable farmers don't get as many subsidies as other food groups. I think mm -hmm. we just need, as a society, need to make it more accessible to everybody. Very much so. I agree to that.
So for you personally, you know, being a nutritionist and having a holistic background, and I trust your word, of course, going through, you know, everything uh, that my experience entailed with healthy eating and et cetera, what would you say is the secret behind healthy eating or eating clean, as they say? Because as you said, there are stuff that are portrayed on TV and the media, and we kind of see that. And not that all of it isn't good information, but sometimes we need to stray away from, you know, the dieting systems or the, the unhealthy way of going about a healthy lifestyle. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, I think a lot of it, um, for me, I would recommend that you have a buddy and that also that um, for clean eating, you have to be really motivated to want a great quality of life. Mm -hmm. um, because again, once you start to feel the effects of unhealthy food on your moods, on your energy, school and athletic performance, and then you start to make those changes and you see it yourself, you're very motivated to keep going in that direction. But I do think that it's more fun if you have other friends and other buddies who are doing it with you. I think the exciting thing is that I am seeing a huge movement of young, young, among young people to create a healthier planet. Um, mm -hmm. We're seeing all kinds of things going on with recycling and local gardens and eating healthy. And I just think it's wonderful. I think so too. And you know, that part really stuck out to me what you said about, you know, once you feel the effects of it, you become very motivated. Because I remember in the beginning <laughs> when you first talked with me and met with me, um, I've, I don't know, I just, I had a very unhealthy way of eating to be completely blunt about it and honest with everybody and then you know you told me what foods to eat and what foods are nutritious for you you know make sure you're eating breakfast was one of the big things too because most of the time I would skip out on breakfast which is a big no-no so please don't do that I just you know was always rushing and you know doing my own thing and then um you know, eating multiple times a day. So when people are like, oh, you're on a diet, you are starving yourself. I'm like, I am not starving myself. I am eating six times a day. Thank you. <laughs> so like you just said, once you feel the effects of it, you kind of get hooked. And I think it's a good thing too. Very much so. All right. Well, with that being said, that is going to be our first segment, but keep it right here. You're listening to The Fame Game. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Looking for an on-air community where teens talk and the world listens? Tune in to Express Yourself, an entertaining adolescent fusion radio program where passion and possibility populate the airwaves. Our vivacious teen hosts and star-studded field reporters from around the country offer stimulating segments and invigorating viewpoints connecting with the world campus of young people. We'll talk with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with experience. Tuesdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. Express yourself. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. 
Welcome back, everybody, to the Fame Game. Maddie Rose with Debbie Poole still. Um, Debbie Poole of Nutrition Concepts. And we were just talking a lot, you know, about how Nutrition Concepts got started, um, what inspired Debbie to get into health and nutrition, and then going a little bit into the topic of why unhealthy eating is such a large issue that we're facing today and what we can do to fix that. And the biggest thing that stood out to me, you know, was educating, educating our kids, um, from the time that they're younger and up, even adults now, how to eat healthy and how to implement that into their lifestyle because it is a lifestyle change, but it is completely doable if you put your mind to it. But Debbie, to kind of leeway into that, into you know all this other stuff that we're gonna be talking about, how important would you say healthy eating is just in general? Well, it's very important, and I'll talk about really through all life stages because, you know, from birth till about age 22, everything's growing. You know, your brains, all your cells, you're basically developing the structure that you're going to carry through the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. So during the growing years, you know, if we're eating hot Cheetos and Diet Cokes and we're <laughs> filling up with all those unhealthy foods, guess what's happening? That structure that you're trying to develop that's going to carry you through the rest of life really is not developing in the way that it should. So one of the things I enjoy doing is working with young moms um, mm -hmm. to really get those foundational um, nutrition ideas in early so that they can lay that groundwork with the kids early. Um, statistics show that most behavior patterns are set by age 10, and then it gets harder and harder to break. And also, too, um, you get used to the, the taste of salt, fat, and sweet is what's really happening. And when kids get programmed at that at early Sounds ages, right. mm -hmm. that's why they go towards those foods. Mm-hmm. And that is such a great point to bring up, though, because, again, it's that whole lifestyle thing because it's kind of like you are what you eat, that mm -hmm. saying. And mm -hmm. that's so true, though, because, you know, when you're feeding your body all of this you unhealthy goods and, you know, not the fruits and vegetables that you need to be putting into your diet, then you're kind of getting the effects of that. And that's not always a great thing because you're going to feel kind of lousy sometimes in comparison to, you know, having more energy when you eat healthy and... I don't know, you only get one body, so you should take care of it. Absolutely. You know, and one other thing that I'm seeing, because again, I'm in the business, mm -hmm. is we're seeing um, kids, I uh, say children and young people at younger, younger ages getting diseases that only older people used to get. Things like type two, type 2 diabetes, mm -hmm. uh, breast cancer in teenage girls. I mean, I know personally, I know three girls going through chemo right now for oh breast goodness. cancer in their teens. So there is more than just the looks, the vanity movement, and just looking good. It's really, again, it's, it's about laying that healthy lifestyle for a, for a long-term really good outcome. Mm-hmm. And another thing about healthy eating, um, we're mentioning, you know, all this junk food that's typically put into that category. How do we fight off these cravings? What would you say is the best tip for that? Because it can be a hard thing to do. Absolutely. Well, you know, the, the, the more unbalanced your body is, and that's, that's where I'd like to hear your inputs yes, on your course. experience, the more you feed your body the good foods, the fewer cravings you're going to have. Usually when you're having a craving, that means that you're missing a nutrient or something that your body is really needing. So one way to make that die down is to, again, just be putting those healthy foods into your body. So uh, how about your experience? Yes, I'm glad that you asked about that. So my experience with healthy eating, um, as I mentioned a little bit, just kind of touched on in the previous segment, um, I met with Debbie, and the first thing that we did is we began by starting with questions, you know, about my my diet at the moment at that time, which was literally about like, I don't want to say it was a year ago, but it was close to, give or take, 
more than seven, eight months. So it was quite a bit of time. And um, Debbie was like, okay, so tell me about what do you eat for breakfast typically? I'm like, well, sometimes I don't eat breakfast. So that's kind of a bad (laughs) thing to start off with. I'm like, well, isn't that just a great introductory statement? Um, And then as far as, you know, what I was saying, I'm a busy person. So usually I ate the fast food because like you said, it was easier on the go. You just kind of grab and go. And then um, dinner, when it came around to dinner, depending on how much time I had, it depended if I would eat dinner or a wholesome dinner is the better word to say for that. Um, Because not everything that I was eating was wholesome. It was the pizza, the hot Cheetos, the, uh, you know, I don't know, McDonald's sometimes, which now I actually don't go to McDonald's anymore because I can't really stand the taste of it after you know eating so much healthy food but yes Debbie you definitely enlightened (laughs) me on my experience you know what is good what is bad for you and all about that but personally um and honestly what would you say was your reaction you know after you know meeting me for the very first time you know knowing a little to nothing background of me and then just kind of you know seeing what I ate I guess at the start of it (laughs) Well, actually, I always come from a non-judgmental standpoint um, mm-hmm. because I want to be a, an encouraging and an inspiring coach. And I think a lot of times people, when I start to work with me, they're afraid to fess up mm-hmm. and say what they're really doing. But I want them to be honest because that's the way that I can best coach them to mm-hmm. get from where they're at to where they're going. So really, when I, we first met, uh, I wasn't surprised at all. <laughs> Because a lot of a lot of teenagers don't eat breakfast or they're eating on the run, so it was very mm-hmm. typical. So definitely, um, let's talk about you know some of the the food that you recommended to me to eat healthy because I think that's the biggest thing. And it's kind of funny because after I started eating right and working out and doing that and how much I enjoyed it, I started talking about it a lot more because you know it's just something that kind of makes you proud and you're like, yes, I'm really doing this. I you know, I can do this. I'm capable of it. And then my teachers were asking me like what I was doing. And then also my friends were asking me what I was doing. Even after the competition, they were like, so what are you eating? Like, tell me, what are you doing? So it is true that that inspiring factor, it kind of is a chain and that makes a huge difference. But for everybody that, you know, kind of just wants a little bit more knowledge about that, let's definitely talk about that food. Mm -hmm. Well, it's always important to get live whole food into your body because your body is a living creature, right? What I always, it amazes me how much I call dead food goes into people's diets, mm-hmm. um, things full of chemicals or preservatives. But again, you're, you're alive, so you want to get live whole food into your diet. We always say if it doesn't rot or sprout, throw it out. Mm-hmm. I remember you telling me a lot, empty calories. Yes, empty calories. And really that just means where you're eating for calories so that you have energy, but you're not getting the actual nutrition that your cells need in order for great skin health and energy and athletic performance, school performance. And really just to think clearly. I think a lot of times mm-hmm. it all comes down to, you know, again, what you're feeding your brain, right? Mm-hmm. Of course, it, it truly <laughs> is. And I thank you a million times again for helping me out with this because literally I can't tell you guys enough how much I I was on Debbie about like all the stuff that I was eating. I would send her pictures at the store of like, hey, can I eat this? And she'd be like, no, that's empty calories and this is why. And I was like, oh, okay, I get it now. So then, you know, by the end of the six months that I did this for, if I didn't mention that already, it was a six month time period. So half of a year, you can imagine that that was a long time to kind of just... I don't know, kind of dedicate yourself to, but it was doable and I loved it. Um, 
then you're you're educated by the end of it to see like oh okay this is what's good and what's bad and then my mom would be like well look this one looks healthy i'm like no mom don't you see the label it just has all of this stuff in it so yeah it, it was definitely a great learning experience and debbie i want you to kind of go into the fact that um i was training at the time and i did mention that in the very beginning when i was working with you so on your take how does food complement training well, again, food is fuel, mm -hmm. and that really is the what's going to give you the energy or the lack of energy to get through your training regimen. Um, I do a little, I do a lot of sports nutrition, work with a lot of athletes, and if you're fueling up on again empty calories, you're not going to have the nutrition that your body needs. Not only just to to sustain your training, but also for a quick recovery. Absolutely. And recovery was a big thing that we talked about with training too, because people don't realize how much of an important factor to that is. You even told me, you know, like after you're done working out, you can have like a smoothie or something, you know, something to kind of help you recover. And that was a very important thing that definitely helped me out in the long run. Mm -hmm. And I think what happens is if you're not eating the foods that you need to recover your body, you end up doing things like ibuprofen and other um I say not medical things, but you're not you're not repairing your cells in order for them so that you can get to the next you know whatever the next event is your next training is. Mm -hmm, absolutely, and um, we kind of touched on this, like I said, about eating multiple times a day. How does it typically go in terms of like your schedule for the day and eating? My personal schedule? Sure. Well, it's really better to eat fewer or more smaller meals because your body isn't designed to eat three meals a day. That's just programming that we have. <laughs> and the more we graze, the grazers do much better. They don't have as many cravings True. because you don't get to the point where you're so hungry that you're looking for anything just to, just to do that with the drive-through. Um, but it's really better for your metabolism and also your energy throughout the day. So that's the reason why we try to get people to do the grazing concept. Mm -hmm. Plus, it's more fun. I mean, who wouldn't want to be grazing all day? Yeah, right? <laughs> I think I think it is a good method, though, because like you said, you don't really have time in between to, you know, get those huge cravings because you're having breakfast, a snack, lunch, a snack, dinner. And if you're really hungry before you go to bed, a snack. But uh, like you said, and then also we'll get into the next segment, too, about, you know, when can we cut off eating times? Because that was a big thing that I learned about, too. And who knew it makes a difference. So with that being said, we have some more questions for Debbie, as I mentioned. But let's go ahead and take a break right now. Keep it right here. You're listening to The Thing. Looking for a show about your favorite movies, stars, and DVD releases? Get ready for Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Your hosts, all eight of them, have been selected by Kids First as film critics through a national competition. Each week, they will preview new movies before you see them, walk the red carpet with the stars, and will review the latest DVDs. Our hosts range from ages 7 to 14 to give you a wider kids' perspective. Kids First Coming Attractions is heard every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Kids. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. 
Join us every week for the Paper Hope Street Team. None of our topics are off the table. This is a program that you can listen to and discuss with your family. From the pages of the Paper Hope blog to the Internet radio airwaves, we'll talk about the topics you want to talk about, such as friendship and relationships, or some more controversial issues about sex, drugs, and underage drinking. Join the Paper Hope Street Team live every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time, on the Voice America Kids channel. Let's talk soon. Tune in to Dinosaur Detectives with Little Miss Dinosaur, Anna Dubois. We'll not only learn about dinosaurs, but also about fossils, ancient civilizations, and ask questions from paleontologists. You'll learn about science in general with an emphasis on paleontology and dinosaurs. Anna hopes that this show will start or increase your awareness and interest in the field of science. Dinosaur Detectives can be heard every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. At 14, you've become a teenager and are ready to move on to the next phase of your years. The squeals and screams are replaced by slightly less squeals and screams, and you're expected to act a little more grown up. Tune in to Life at 14 for the answers and support you need to get through this time in your life. Your hosts have some amazing life experiences, and because of this, they have the know-how to get you ready for what's next. Life at 14, Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Kids channel. What about the world concerns you? Is it future success? Is it world issues? Are you just looking to change the world in general? Tune in to What Up World? It doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, or what you look like. Everyone is entitled to the same chance for success. Follow your dreams. Move forward. Make a difference. Tune in to What Up World every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Hi, I'm Lisa Marie, and you're listening to Bookworm on Voice America Kids. Today I'm going to read you a book. The Gift of Nothing by Patrick McDowell. It was a special day, and Mooch wanted to give his best friend Earl a gift. But what to get him? He had a bowl. He had a bed. He had a chew toy. Squeak! He had it all. Mooch thought and thought. What to get someone who has everything? Nothing. He would give Earl the gift of nothing. From the world filled with so many somethings, where could he find nothing? Mooch heard that Frank say that there was nothing on TV. But as far as Mooch could tell, there was always something on TV. Blah, 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 blah. Mooch often heard Do- Doozy and her friends say there was nothing to do. But as far as Mooch could tell, everyone was always doing something. Millie came home from the store and said, There's nothing to buy. So Mooch went shopping. Buy, sale. Mooch looked up and down every aisle. He found many, many somethings. But the latest things, the newest that. But as far as he could tell, something, nothing was not for sale. Nothing was not for sale. Registers. So Mooch went home. He, and he sat on his pillow. He just stayed there still. Stayed there still, as cat, cats often do. And not looking for it, he found nothing. So he went and got a box. 
He put nothing in it. Then Mooch thought, hmm, maybe Earl deserves a little more than this. So he got a bigger box. Now that's plenty of nothing. For me, said Earl, Mooch, you didn't have to give me anything. Who told him, thought Mooch. Earl opened Mooch's gift. There's nothing in here, said Earl. Yes, said Mooch. Nothing but me and you. So Mooch and Earl just stayed still, and they enjoyed nothing and everything. The end. I'm Lindsay Marie, and you were listening to Bookworm on Voice America Kids. Tune in every Monday for Purple Songs Can Fly. Our program serves as a musical outlet for children being treated at the Texas Children's Cancer and Hematology Centers. These songs are flown all over the world and even into space. Hundreds of songs have been written and recorded and have been part of shuttle missions, airline in-flight playlists, toured with the Rolling Stones, gone undersea and to the top of Mount Everest. Join our hosts for some great music on Purple Songs Can Fly, Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids. We didn't invent Kid Talk. We perfected it. And at a very young age, you're listening to Voice America Kids. It's kids and cars. If you could get behind the wheel of your favorite hot car, where would you take it? Join your hosts, who are both car enthusiasts, as they take you inside, on the road, and past the pits with your favorite concept cars. This is your chance to burn rubber and leave the others behind in the dust. Tune in to Kids and Cars, Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Kids channel. If you missed the show, you might as well be stuck in the garage. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Real kids, real talk radio. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Welcome back, everybody, to the Fame Game. Maddie Rose here with Debbie once again. So, Debbie, um, you know, going into this next segment, I also kind of wanted to talk about, you know, the results of doing the healthy eating and the strength training and all together. And as you know, I did go through with that for Miss Arizona Teen USA and my preparations for that. And you can't really see the results until you put in the effort. Isn't that right? Absolutely. And results take time. You know, when I'm working with people, uh, a lot of times they want a quick fix. And uh, you've actually been one of my best clients. I've absolutely loved working with you. And I think one of the things is that you were so teachable, always asking me questions, always willing to learn, look at what you were doing and take in that education so that you could make those changes to get the results that you wanted. Mm-hmm. That's what made it fun. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> yes, you are an awesome coach to work with. Like I said, Debbie was just always there if I had questions and that was the great thing about it. And like you said, it you truly need to be open-minded about it because we don't always have all the information that we need. But when somebody such as yourself as a nutritionist is trying to teach you about all of this, you do have to make those changes to your diet you have to make those changes throughout the day whether that means you know how many times you eat or what you're putting into your body because like you said that's kind of where the results come in it does take time and it's not an overnight thing unfortunately 
You know, and a lot of, I think a lot of times, too, there's peer pressure. Mm-hmm. You know, if your friends are eating unhealthy or they're going to fast food restaurants and things like that, I think it can be hard to be different. And I would love to ask you that question. Yeah. Was it hard for you to make these changes and still fit in with your friends and the groups of people that you you know, that you hang out with. Yeah. Well, it was funny because when I first started, I told everybody, all my friends, I was like, I'm going on this. If you pressure me to eat anything, I'm be mad at you because <laughs> I was just so dedicated to it. So one thing, for example, we went out to eat at Barrow's one day when we came from like an early release and we're literally right across from our school. So we just walked over there and they bought this giant pizza and I said, I'm not going to eat that. I'm going to get a salad instead. So then I got that and they were fine. They're just really good about it. They wouldn't try to, you know, give me any food. There was one kid though that tried tried to make me eat a cookie and I was like why why do you want to do this like do you just find fun out of this like what is happening (laughs) but no I I I think that um as far as like my friends go they were really supportive about it and they came to watch me at my pageant so it was kind of like see this is what I was training for I promise it wasn't for nothing and they got to see that and how dedicated I was to that and they always ask me now like oh when's your next pageant when are you gonna you know get back on everything and yeah it was a lot of fun though and like you said that whole education factor I had fun in telling them what I was doing in hopes that you know they'll do the same or at least implement something within that there is one cheerleader that did come to watch me and we're pretty good friends as well because she's my friend's sister and she actually does like smoothie Tuesday or smoothie Monday or whatever the case may be and yeah I feel like you know little things Mm -hmm. like that as long as you have somewhere to start it's not always a bad thing yeah, and we always talk about one simple change. Yes. <laughs> starting with one simple change. When I'm working with people, a lot of times, well, it's like, in fact, it's funny because they'll say, like, what is she eating? Yes. <laughs> and I'm not the food police, mm-hmm. um, but I'm, I want to be encouraging to oh, people. No, um, but, you know, people don't know my journey. I used to be a Pepsi in the morning person. I used to oh, love yeah? chocolate. Oh, I was wow. one of those people. But as I learned more and also as I got healthier and I fed my body, the right foods, those cravings just went away. That's yeah. true. Yeah, and that's what I really liked about it is it just kind of was its own, you know, kind of its own process. Mm-hmm. That is so true because then once you start taking the time, you know, to eat right and healthy, and we were talking about this again before the show too, it just – it's literally your lifestyle. Like you wake up in the morning and you're like, all right, I'm ready to go. Like, I'm going to do this, this, and this. I don't feel like I should eat cookies in the morning because uh, I used to do that. Uh (laughs) Or, you know, like you said, have like a Coke in the morning or something like that. Just, you know, not healthy at all or right for your, your diet at the moment. Um, But yeah, I mean, there are healthy foods to eat out there that do still taste good. And I think that's what everybody's speculation or their fear is about. Like when I start healthy eating, I'm going to lose all flavor or it's Mm -hmm. not going to be, you know, good tasting. But it's completely the opposite. Well, that it's not going to be fun or it's going to be a a boring life. And once you get used to Mm -hmm. the healthy foods, it's really it's really not only do they taste better, but they look better. You know, when you look mm-hmm. at a really healthy salad versus a fast food meal, just the color of all the different, you know, the different foods is, to me, it's very appealing. Oh, yeah. But back to the one simple change, I think, you know, the, the, the advice I would give is find a buddy and just get started. You know, mm-hmm. don't worry about what you're not doing. Let's just start with one thing and just keep moving. And over, over a period of time, you'll start to see some great results as you put the effort in, just as you did. Yes, absolutely. And I love that a lot. So for you, what would you say is the most important foods to eat? If there's anything right now that we can make that one simple change or implement anything into our diet, what would you say those foods would be? 
Well, if I could say two things, the first thing is drinking a lot of good water. Oh, that was a big thing for me. I did not drink enough water at all, like at the start of it until, you know, you told me how much I should drink. And I was like, oh, all right, got it. <laughs> and why was that? I don't know. It was just, I was always, again, drinking unhealthy sugar filled items like juice. I mean, juice is a good thing, but in moderation. And I was literally just drinking juice all day long. And that was just sugar, sugar, sugar. And then, you know, soda on top of that. I didn't have soda for those six months. And then honestly, after that, I was like, I don't even know what soda tastes like anymore. I don't even care what soda tastes like (laughs) anymore. Because, you know, I was just so used to water and water was really good for you. It was really filling too. Excellent. And I think, yeah, the water is really important. That's a good good start. And the other is, is work on a healthy breakfast. That would be the very first starting point. Mm-hmm. Um, working on those two things will really go a long way towards setting you up for a really high energy, healthy day. Mm-hmm. I think one of the biggest things that we talked about also, you know, like what things can I eat for breakfast? And I think my, my <laughs> two favorite things out of all of that um, were usually the two items that I always kind of like to pick from were maybe like poached eggs and whole grain toast or like scrambled eggs and whole grain toast. There was always eggs because it was like protein, of course, you know, in moderation with that too. And then like Greek yogurt. And to tell you, Debbie, it was so funny because at the beginning of everything, I hated Greek yogurt. I like honestly didn't like it. But then, I don't know, I found something that I liked, that one type of Greek yogurt. And I honestly still crave it to this day. And it's really good for you. So I'm like, wow, this stuff tastes like candy to me. So yeah, it was really great though. Well, and the way to get started is really to be getting as many fruits and vegetables into your diet. Because Mm -hmm. the more fruits and vegetables that you get, the more, again, the the healthier you're going to be and the fewer cravings that you're going to have. So if you can just start with maybe a couple pieces of fruit for breakfast and have some for a snack at lunch, it's a great start. Mm-hmm. That was that was my candy, definitely. <laughs> you know, the apples, the grapes, the oranges, and it was all good for you. That was the good mm-hmm. thing about it. So very, very, very cool. And as far as, you know, maintaining a healthy lifestyle, what are some tips to do that? Well, I think um, it takes a while to change a habit, mm-hmm. uh, is really getting into that habit. But maintaining that healthy lifestyle, it really does take intention, Yes. Um, we live in a very fast food, uh, tempting world, and you have to make intentional choices every day. I'm no different. You're no different than anyone else. Mm-hmm. We've just made a conscious choice that we want to have that energy and that vitality, and we know that food is a key to that. Definitely. So. And this is probably one of my favorite questions to ask you to today. Um, do you have any favorite recipes? Because I know that, you know, that was a big thing. Like, how can we make really good tasting food? Um, you know, that is still healthy and you're getting all the nutrients. It's, it's just fun. That was the best thing, I think, for me um, to tell you a little bit about my experience of that on Instagram, because I'm a big social media person. I started following all this fitness motivation. So I literally see it every day. I'm like, I want that girl's abs or, you know, like I want to eat the food that she's eating and it's all healthy. So I know that, you know, with nutrition concepts, you do provide recipes and you have very good you know knowledge of that. Yeah, we provide recipes, meal plans on my website that we'll get into in a little bit. I have a whole recipes page. Um, I like to make recipes that are very simple, fewer than five ingredients, five ingredients or less. People are busy. um, They want to eat healthy, but they're busy. And so I try to make it very convenient. Um, I love things with a lot of color Mm -hmm. and a lot of flavor. Um, So when you start to put all those things together, like say maybe a healthy pasta salad or 
I don't know, some sort of a, like a winter stew, or I make my own vegetable beef soup. Mm-hmm. It's fabulous and super, super healthy and very easy. Mm-hmm. And some of these things can be convenient. If you're like on the go type of person, there was the, I think one of the ones was like salad in a jar or something like that. And that mm-hmm. was one of the things you recommended to me. And also just kind of like setting up your meals also for the week was a big thing too, like about preparation. Cause I literally just grabbed it, stuffed it in my lunchbox. I was out the door or on times like these, I had my chicken and rice already ready, just grabbed it. And there was a microwave here and I was, you know, ready to go for the entire week. Meal prep is very a very big key to that too. Planning ahead and knowing your knowing your grocery list is is a key to success. Absolutely, and I'd love to talk more about that after the break, but we do have to take one. So keep it right here. You're listening to the Fame Game. What's cooking? Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Bon appetit! Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Bang Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Welcome back, everybody, to the Fame Game. So I'm still here with Debbie right now. We're in our final segment and, you know, kind of to wrap things up of this this great interview talking about, you know, health and nutrition, why it's so important, and why you should implement it in your lifestyle as well. Uh, it's very life-changing, I would have to say, and it is a good experience overall. But, Debbie, we were just touching on meal prepping and meal planning and why is that so important? Well, I think it's it's the convenience factor, and it's also people with busy lifestyles. We all have such busy life patterns that it's difficult to set mind time aside to plan a meal every day. So what I recommend when I'm working with people is let's get our meal plans together for the week. Let's get our shopping list together. Plan your shopping day for Sunday. Uh, get some meal prep ahead of time and then put some fresh fruits and veggies with each meal. You've got it all done for the week. No muss, no fuss, and it's really... Uh, it's also very low stress, takes a lot of stress out of your life. It's so true because, you know, when you're so busy and you just are like, oh, or having that time when you're like, all right, it's time for me to eat. I want to eat. It's right there. So there's really no fuss over anything. Your, your problems are all solved. You know, and it's fun. I, I love to work with I love, I love to work with all groups of people, but especially young parents. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of really fun tips and tricks for kids. Things like snack stations where you can put these uh, Tupperware containers together in a refrigerator with mm-hmm. grapes and carrots and some string cheese and some yogurt. Have that in the refrigerator. When they get home from school, they can just go right on in there and pick their own foods. Um, really fun things like that make mm-hmm. healthy eating not only fun, but really easy for parents. Definitely. 
And what would you say you enjoy most about nutrition? Because I know there's a lot of different aspects to that, and I'm curious to know what's yours. Well, for me personally, um, I love feeling good. Um, but really the reason why I do what I do is to see someone else have a, just an amazing, healthy lifestyle. Like for you to come back and say, I feel so much better. I'm excited about it. I'm being a role model for other people. I've met my goals because of what I've learned. Mm -hmm. That to me is what is so exciting about what I do and why I love this field of nutrition. Mm -hmm. And it is so true because, you know, going into the fact of nutrition and stuff, like I said, people aren't always the most excited to come into it, but I promise you, once you get into it, it's definitely worthwhile. And this is information that you're not going to just use in the moment, but it's kind of like a lifelong thing that this knowledge is relevant to your entire life from, like you said, some kids start from when they're very young all the way up into, you know, they're adult ages and then you said until like 22 years old you're still growing and developing so it is a very uh you know important thing to do and implement into your life well i think also too sometimes people don't get the connection between how they feel or how they look and what they're eating mm -hmm. they think it's just kind of a natural process it's they, luck yeah, it's, it's luck yeah it's <laughs> genetics it's my genes yeah. i have good genes in my family <laughs> But that's not true. Like we see, in fact, being in the field, uh, we work with, again, kids all the time. And it's so fun to see them come back and say, my hair's growing, my nails are growing, mm -hmm. I don't have acne anymore, I have all this energy to do athletics, um, I'm doing great in school, I'm paying attention, I'm getting mm -hmm. along with my parents, whatever it is. And it all comes back to, again, what you're, what you're feeding, either, either healthy or unhealthy. Absolutely. <laughs> what would you say is the biggest challenge for you? in, you know, nutrition and wellness? Um, as a nutritionist and a nutrition coach, the biggest challenge is compliance. Mm -hmm. Is people really following through on what they say they'd like to do? Um, because it's an emotional issue for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. They say they want to get healthier, but when the road gets tough, like it did in the beginning with you, mm -hmm. um, they want to quit. Just like training, they want to quit. You don't mm -hmm. see yourself through to the other side. <laughs> Very true. Um, I really want to see people get to the other side where they're, you know, where they've met their goals. So what Not was sure. the biggest challenge for you? I, it was that beginning part. You're so right, Debbie, on that. Because when I started doing it, I was like, how am I going to do this for six months? How am I going to do this? Like, I was literally just, and you know, not shock of everything that I learned, but I was like, wow, it can be overwhelming in the beginning. And I get that it's, you know, a very common thing for people when they start meal planning and getting into a healthy lifestyle. It is overwhelming in the beginning. But as I mentioned, it gets easier and easier. And even when you do feel like you need that craving, just kind of find something to substitute it with. I know I even asked you once, I was like, hey, is, I think it was called like Arctic ice or something. And it was like protein ice cream, but it tasted really good, honestly. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, that's good. It's, you know, nutrition. It has, you know, the protein that you need and it's pretty good on calories and everything. And I was like, all right. And yeah, it was just a good experience and learning about that too. So you're right. That was definitely a challenge at first, but hey, we can overcome these things. So Absolutely. It's all about motivating to meet your goals. Mm -hmm. And if you're motivated and you get results, then you'll be excited to keep going towards whatever, get a healthier lifestyle in whatever way you want it. Mm -hmm. And also the fact afterwards, too, you're like, all right, so I did it this time. I got to that <laughs> point. How much farther can I take myself? Because then you create bigger goals. And like you said, it's just an ongoing thing. And it's really great for you, too. It's a good habit to have. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And for me personally, it's really been what when people see me today, they don't realize what my life was like 
you know, 20 years ago mm-hmm. when I was that Pepsi in the morning person and I ate chocolate and M&Ms well, all asked. the time. <laughs> but I learned things and I applied them. And I think because I felt so good and my quality of life so great, I just, not only do I not crave those foods anymore, I just don't want to go back to that lifestyle. Very true. And also, kind of ending on this note, you know, where would you like to see yourself in five to 10 years time? I love what I do. I want to be teaching every day of the week. I want to be getting in front of groups and um, really helping people learn how to live that healthier lifestyle in this crazy fast-paced culture that we have. Wonderful. So Debbie, how can others contact you if they're interested about learning more about health and wellness and or working with yourself? Well, my website is www.nutritionconcepts.biz and my business phone is 623-853-3162. Wonderful. Well, thanks again, Debbie, for joining me today. And I truly appreciate, you know, all your help and I can't wait to continue working with you. Thank you. It has been such a pleasure being here and I sure appreciate the opportunity. Absolutely. All right. Well, with that being said, we're going to be going into our featured song of the week. Uh, This featured song of the week is going to be Tonight by Jessica Sanchez featuring Neo. So I hope you enjoy it. It's a fun little tune. So I'll see you guys next week.
thank you so much for listening to The Fame Game. I'm your host, Maddie Rose. This show has been produced by Kidstar on the Voice America Kids Radio Network. I'll see you next week. Thank you again for listening to The Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Be sure to join Maddie Rose again next week for another great show. My name is Lindsay Marie from Bookworm. Now from the Kids Their Album of the Month, here is the Wiz Pops and their song, Whale Shark. the Kidstar album of the month.